I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today, brought to you by Blackfoot Communications. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Let's welcome our first guest. And again, um, uh, it, thank you so much for being here. It, it's Christine Grow. She's the, with the Coalition for Medicare Advantage. And uh, good morning, Christine. How, doing okay? I'm doing very well, thanks. How are you doing this uh, Sunday? Hanging in there. Hanging there. We're going to make sure we have a good week, that's for sure. Um, so where do we start here? Uh, I, I have very little knowledge um, of, well, I mean, I have cursory knowledge. And I think that's probably where maybe 95% of the American public is when it comes to understanding the difference between Medicare, I know is one thing, but we're talking about Medicaid and in particular uh, Medicaid ad- Advantage programs. Uh, why don't you talk to me about um explain to us where, where what's the difference? What, what is it I don't know? Sure. So let me um, go through and explain the difference between Medicare and Medicaid first. So um, both of them are different sorts of health care coverage that Americans have access to. Medicare is coverage that you can get when you turn 65 years of age or older or if you have certain disabilities or physical illnesses, such as end-stage renal disease. Medicaid access depends more on your household income, so lower-income Americans can have access to Medicaid. Um, You can actually be eligible for both programs if you are over the age of 65 and have a low household income, for example. Our coalition is the Coalition for Medicare Choices, and we represent seniors who choose Medicare Advantage for their health care coverage. So this is seniors and people with disabilities who are eligible for Medicare and choose Medicare Advantage. My apologies. Coalition for Medicare Choices. And it's so easy to get those two phrases um, confused, but they're not inter- intermixable. I mean, they're really two different kind of programs there, right? That's right. Um, so, and, and the good news is for, for Medicare in particular, since that's the one I, I can tell you the most about, um, Medicare offers a lot of different kinds of choices. Um, you do have to enroll in Medicare when you turn eligible for Medicare, and you can choose the original Medicare program, which is Part A and B. They cover hospitalization and doctor visits. Part C is Medicare Advantage, and Medicare Advantage covers everything that original Medicare covers and a whole lot more services. And in the vast majority of cases, these plans offer dental, vision, and hearing coverage. They offer coverage for for prescription drug plans. They offer care coordination, which is especially important for uh, for people with chronic illnesses like uh, a heart condition or diabetes or another such illness. They even offer programs to help overcome social barriers to better health. So, for example, um, if you need transportation back and forth to the doctor's office or to the pharmacy, um, or if you have other needs that uh, you just need a little bit of the help overcoming some of these other social barriers, these Medicare Advantage plans will, will often partner with you and provide you with access to those services. Medicare Advantage programs, uh, are they subsidized? Uh, does the government subsidize uh, Medicare as well, or, um, you know, what's, what's the, how does out of pocket, how, how does our responsibility, 
um, as senior citizens, so to speak. And and again, maybe there's some low income considerations here as well. But um, you know, wh- what where where's the money coming from for these programs? Sure. So both Original Medicare and Medicare Advantage are in part funded by the federal government. For both Original Medicare, uh, for Original Medicare, you do have to pay some premium when you sign up. Although if you uh, qualify for different subsidies and supports, you may actually have $0 premium, and that depends on your own personal circumstance. Medicare Advantage is pretty much the same way. The federal government makes determinations about how much it's going to fund for Medicare Advantage for the next year. And based on that, the health insurance providers that offer these plans create uh, premiums, out-of-pocket costs, benefits uh, that will um, meet the needs of that funding and that help support the health and well-being of the seniors and the people with disabilities that they serve. What's really interesting about Medicare Advantage is the premium costs for seniors have been going down every single year. So for this year, they're uh, as low as $18 a month. And a lot of seniors can even get Medicare Advantage for $0 additional premium beyond what they pay for original Medicare already. And and that so and that I saw that in this letter. This was a letter addressed um, by uh, numerous representatives, well, senators in particular came from the United States Senate to the Centers for Medicare and, and Medicaid Services. And they noted here the cost of some of these. That letter, uh, the intent of that letter, though, was to um, encourage more support for this program. Is there is there something on the table uh, that might upset the apple cart? There sure is. And we really appreciate that both Senators Danes and Tester signed on to the letter that you're talking about, which went to the administration to say Medicare Advantage is important for more than 30 million Americans and it deserves to be protected. Um, as right now, the federal government is making funding decisions for the Medicare Advantage plans for next year. We are very concerned that we're seeing reports of cuts to billions of dollars to this program, which means that seniors and people with disabilities could be facing higher premiums and fewer benefits. Our coalition, which is millions of uh, seniors around the nation, feel very strongly that that's just the wrong direction, particularly as there have been estimates that Medicare enrollee costs could be going up by 5% next year. We just can't afford to make a cut in seniors' health care for 2024. Where... um. Where are these cuts coming from? I mean, uh, I know we catch we catch wind. Uh, are, are there anything in particular specific discussions um, in in front of a microphone? Or are these all just kind of worries that are happening backstage? So these are uh, um, cuts that are happening in regulation right now. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, which is part of the administration, issues every year what's called an advance rate notice. And in this, they're making decisions over the next couple of weeks about what funding will look like. So it's on paper. It's in regulation. Um, What we are asking seniors to do is to contact the White House and contact the administration to let them know that these are very serious cuts that seniors are very, very worried about. Um, And we encourage folks to reach out to their senators and their representatives as well. As I noted, both Senators Gaines and Tester are supportive of Medicare Advantage. Uh, You know, it's really a very strong bipartisan issue that um, people on both sides of the aisle have strongly supported Medicare Advantage for a very long time. And, you know, our, our concern is, you know, as we talk to American voters and those seniors with Medicare Advantage who vote, 85% of them who are in key battleground states for 2024 
think that the president would be raking his promise to protect Medicare if cuts are made to Medicare Advantage. So this is a very, very serious issue for America's senior voters. The um, what would be the ramifications? What we could see is seniors in particular facing higher premiums and fewer benefits. And, you know, because health care is such an important issue for them, and if their health care costs start to go up, they'll have to start making some very hard decisions uh, about where their dollars are being spent. And, you know, for a lot of seniors, this is a really important issue. Um, especially for those with Medicare Advantage today, we find that about 40% of enrollees on Medicare Advantage make less than $25,000 a year. Um, so these are some cuts that they just really can't afford. Um, if if they're no longer on Medicare Advantage, then what's the fallback? They can choose original Medicare. There are also folks who choose original Medicare with Medicare supplement plans. So there are some other choices. Um, the thing with original Medicare is it just covers a whole lot less than Medicare Advantage does. So um, dental, vision, hearing services, Medicare Advantage covers a lot more of your out-of-pocket costs that you might otherwise face. A lot of these Medicare Advantage plans cover prescription drug coverage, and, and they also cover preventive services that uh, seniors really appreciate. In fact, nine in 10 seniors who have Medicare Advantage are satisfied with the pre- preventive services they have access to, like health screenings, vaccines for illnesses like the flu, and testing for other illnesses and other diagnoses. Is this uh, an either-or situation, too? I mean, uh, do, do people have to, um, like, make a commitment to whether it's original Medicare or Medicare Advantage? Well, you do have to commit to whether you're going to purchase original Medicare, and that's kind of like the the very first step that you make. You have to enroll in original Medicare to get either Medicare Advantage or Medicare Supplemental. So Advantage is an additional add-on to protect your health and financial stability. Oh, I got it. Um, hey, uh, stand by because I, I, I got a few more questions about this and, and, and the whole discussion about uh, entitlements to uh, uh, I, I don't know how how that folds into this. But uh, as we look at trying to right size our budget, some of these questions are going to they're going to be asked. And they're going to be hard to difficult about, you know, where are our priorities if we're going to balance our budget truly. Christine Grow is with us here, Coalition for Medicare Choices, and we're back with more voices in a bit. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Brian Bennett will have headline news upcoming shortly from the Northern News Network. Chrissy Webb and Rob Sikora will have some some fun reminders about the new licensing season. Fishing licenses, permits. Uh, I know the Smith River permit uh, application closed in February. Man, you got to get on that one early. Uh, We'll do that a bit later on. Now trying to understand the difference and and the importance of Medicare Advantage and Medicare. We're with Kristen Gross. She's with the Coalition for Medicare Choices. Um, and again, thank you for being here, Christian. I appreciate that. Quick call from Jim listening in Townsend on um, that, that huge signal coming out of Helena KCAP. And good morning, Jim. Good to hear from you. You're on uh, on the air. 
Yeah, yeah, thank you, Mr. Schultz. Uh, Madam, uh, my question for you is, is a reduction in expenditure slash cost slash taxpayer outlay in itself a bad thing? And I couple that with a, a question about demographics. Uh, we've all been aware of the fact that the baby boom generation is, is uh, going to have a peak uh, sometime in the future. And I think we're reaching that peak today. And if you have fewer patients, it's going to necessarily require less expenditure. I'm 67 years old. I'm considered to be at the tail end of the baby boom generation. People my age that I grew up with are starting to fade away on us. It's, in, it's the cycle of life. So when do you see the baby boom generation cresting out, which would seem to necessitate a reduction in expenditures? Yeah, good question, Jim. Thank you. Yeah, I think you raise a really important issue, which is the affordability of health care. And it's affordability not just for seniors, but also for taxpayers. This is one of the reasons why our seniors are so supportive of Medicare Advantage, um, because Medicare Advantage is a program that is not just sick care coverage. It's also well care coverage. It's designed to get people healthier faster and help them stay healthier longer. And as a result of that, you tend to need you know, fewer hospitalizations, fewer health care interventions, fewer very expensive uh, prescription drugs. And in fact, there has been a study done recently that shows that when you compare original Medicare to Medicare Advantage on an apples-to-apples basis, the average original Medicare costs are about 9% higher uh, than the government estimates in 2019, which means that Medicare Advantage is a lot more affordable. In fact, it's about 7% lower than original Medicare. So Medicare Advantage is saving taxpayer dollars as well as senior dollars. That's why we think you know more than 30 million Americans are choosing the program today and why it's becoming increasingly popular year over year. Jim, I'm not sure. Did, did that answer your question? Uh, I, I think that maybe the point that Jim is trying to get at here, and I've got a text message I want to get on to before we have to let you go, Kristen, um, is is the justification for perhaps this administration trying to cut back on on some of these expenditures. We we have to look overall at our entitlement programs. And I know the word entitlement might be loaded um, in, in a particular direction, uh, but um, is, is there a justification? As you kind of noted, too, uh, maybe this program is actually going to save money. Uh, are we are, are we heading in any kind of direction um, in in cutting back on our overall healthcare costs and becoming sustainable in in some of these kind of um, you know directions? Well, when you think about cutting costs for a program, there are two ways that you can do it. Especially when you're looking at something like healthcare, you can do it first with a very blunt instrument, which is just simply cutting benefits and paying for less. That's not necessarily going to help people stay healthier um, and lower costs because they, they are just healthier and need fewer health care services. We think the better way to do it is to ensure that people have the access to the service, services they need so that they can get healthier, they can achieve their health goals, they can enjoy a better quality of life. And that, that in and of itself has shown to reduce health care costs longer term. So, 
you know, we think that that is the better course and it's one of the values that Medicare Advantage offers today. Yeah, no, I appreciate that too. People have got to have a little, <laughs> they've got to take more responsibility personally for their own health um, and uh, and quality of life. And I think that we, that will cut down those medical bills. I know here's a couple of questions from a text message here at 781-627-5483. And again, Jim, I appreciate your call there too. Um, if you leave original Medicare, can you go back to it? Yes or no? There's more questions. Here, um, yeah. So in this, so original Medicare um, is something that I would honestly encourage people to ensure that you seriously consider signing up for, because without it, it you know, if you don't have coverage through a job or through some other mechanism, you know, you just don't have health care coverage. And then you're you're among the uninsured if, for if, whom if, access is really, really hard. I don't have a lot of expertise in the puts and takes of, okay. you know, disenrolling and then re-enrolling. There's a lot of resources on the federal government's website, which is Medicare.gov. And it has a lot of like really good step-by-step information there about when you can sign up for things, what it might cost, you know, what support you might get and some of the penalties that you could face if you don't sign up for it right away. Okay. Original Medicare covers a person in any state. Do the advantage plans. Is it uh, cross, does, does it go across state lines? Yes, it does. Although I will also say that Medicare Advantage plans that are offered vary geography by geography because they are designed specifically for people within a particular state, particular county, based on their community, the hospitals and providers in their area, and the needs that um, the people have said that they particularly want in their plan. Another question here, again, from a, from a, a listener who's obviously got – Uh, Some questions. Do you have to notify the Advantage plan before traveling to be covered? Oh, that's a really good question. And, um, you know, I don't, I have not had experience with traveling out, like across state lines or outside of the country on that. I don't think it ever hurts, especially if you have a plan or you're thinking about buying a plan, to call them up and ask them specific questions about what if I travel across state lines just to make sure that you're covered. It's a really important point to make sure that you're getting the best value for what you're investing in. Um, I think that answers the other question there too, or how many times a year does the Advantage plans cover a person when traveling? I guess you'll have to dig a little more into it. Um, and it is, for more information, medicarechoices.org. So um, they're in this timeline right now, Kristen, uh, where they're um, actually are proposing these cuts and putting them down on paper. Uh, what is, what's the deadline for that? I know you, you want people to kind of reach out and get some more information on it, but what's the deadline? When does this get finalized? Yeah, the federal government's making their decisions about what investments to make in Medicare Advantage uh, just in the next couple of weeks. So we encourage people now and throughout the month of March, please contact the White House, please contact the administration, let them know that Medicare Advantage is important and deserves to be protected. Kristen, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah.